Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan Freeze, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile High Ground. My co-host today is a man who needs no introduction, but is going to get one anyway. Some say he has a mustache that'd make Antok Merrick blush, while others say he's a little tall for a stormtrooper. Personally, I say he's a hero. I just hope he can swim. It's at the Vintage Concepts himself, John Lindquist. How you doing, bud? Good. How are you? Oh, you know, fantastic. Yes, as always. As always. <laughs> so, uh, not about to buy a $70 carbonized set. That's for sure. Uh, are you winking at me when you say that? Because uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to get booted off the podcast if I reveal the status of what I'm, uh, you know, purchasing <laughs> in regards to that set. So I think let's just move on on that subject. For sure. Uh, no wink on my end, but uh, <laughs> yes, no, you're you're on thin ice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, speaking of things that suck, uh, mail call. <laughs> um. So Nothing for TVC, huh? Have you gotten anything? Nothing at all. Nothing. Cool. As I said, yeah, the first half of October was a deluge, and now it's absolutely nothing for a while. Still waiting on a couple things. Our British pals are getting the uh, Obi-Wan set. Um, Waiting on the Dark Trooper, waiting on the Cal Wave. There's a lot coming, but it's not here yet. Uh, Target did finally ship our Obi-Wan lightsabers after many, many weeks of delays as we've discussed before. Yeah, that uh, I think mine shows up tomorrow. Um, okay. In the time it took them to ship it, I got the legacy set and uh, wow. Shop Disney restocked the legacy bundle of the Obi-Wan series version of the Saber. Um, okay. Currently in stock right now. So if that's something you want, John, wow. if you need to double dip on some Obi-Wan, I, I uh, quadruple not, dip. But- so <laughs> that's what I get. What you got the Anakin and Obi Wan set from Shop Disney? No, so I, that's you got the, I want three, that's the three all. pack of Obi Wan's. Okay, yeah, I'll have five, but I got the three pack of Obi Wan's. So I've got okay, um, yeah, it's got the Revenge of the Sith one, or no, sorry, it's got the Obi Wan Kenobi one, uh, A New Hope. Uh, then I've got the Obi Wan Kenobi one coming in from the Hasbro version, and then I'm tempted to get the uh, bundle to have another Obi Wan from the Legacy. And then I hope to get the Revenge of the Sith one at some point. Yes. Uh, if I can, you know, have enough money to buy Twitter and tank it. So yes. <laughs> working on it, working on it. It'll be going um, up for sale probably very soon is what it seems like. But yes, it feels like that every day. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, I did notice not on the list. Um, Amazon also shipped out the retro um, Dengar and IG-88 uh, set. Yes as well it's true so i think i think we were just getting that as we recorded last time uh mine shows up tomorrow no we got the boskin boba fett last time yes 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 there's so many of them and then there's a new one which we'll be getting into shortly yeah yes i got the uh the dingar set yesterday i think i haven't opened it yet so yeah the if it's anything like the previous one boy it's like those card backs are paper um yes i posted they were super thin i don't know why that is because we know they're using the good cardstock for vintage, so I don't know. You know what? I'm not too sad about it. Retro's supposed to look crappy anyway, so. I guess. Whatever. But as long uh, as there has. Fine. Yes, yes. And there has been a lot of shipments for Black Series, but it's all been in the wacky repaint category with credit collection, uh, gaming grades, not as wacky, but more heavily on the repaints, I guess. And holiday edition, but hold that thought. We'll get to that in a little bit. 
Yeah. Uh, should we kick things off here? It's a pretty nice, cozy, relaxed episode we've got for you guys today. So I hope you're curled up by the fire with some hot cocoa and some roast pork or something. And, some java uh, juice or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, before we dive into oh, I, that theme, though. What? Yes. Speaking of which, while we're on the beverage train real quick, I'll say I did go to Galaxy's Edge uh, last weekend, all of Disneyland last weekend. But I finally got to try the calf that has like cocoa puffs on top of it. Oh, my God. It was next level. It was fantastic. I need to and, get my uh, ass back out there. I, I've been yeah, it was amazing. Go, it's, so. it's I hadn't been uh, since before COVID. So early 2020 was the last time I went to Disneyland at all. And I used to go all the time. Yeah. And got to go to the Paris Park. But uh, yeah, again, we'll, more uh, Disney stuff coming up later on this episode. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah. Keep listening. <laughs> but, you know, pour some Cocoa Puffs into a, into a pot of coffee if you, uh, you know, if that sounds good to you. It doesn't sound good, but it is good. Trust me on that one. So I that's your tip you. of the day. I thought, yeah, the, I thought the blue milk was good and I preferred the green milk. Um, I did. I do prefer the green milk. I got it this time. It was like with the Tordarian swirl. Yeah. And there was like chunks of mango in it that I was not expecting. And it was like kind of like drinking boba tea or whatever. It's like you're enjoying a nice beverage and then suddenly something hits the back of your throat. And you're like, <laughs> I didn't want that to be there. I'm trying to have a refreshing time, not eat or choke. So, yes, <laughs> eh, whatever. I wonder. I, I don't think Luke ever had to deal with mango chunks in his green milk, but I don't know what those thalassirens uh, do. So maybe thalassiren hair, but yeah. that's probably it. Eh. All right. Let's move on from that. Oh, uh, boy. Yes. <laughs> so there's been some reveals. Yes. The first one was Ark Commander Colt, uh, another part of the Clone Wars 20th anniversary, another Walmart exclusive. So hopefully that means a fan channel shared exclusive down the line, as has been the case for this past year's Walmart exclusives. Uh, priced at $16.97, the same as the previously released ARC Commander Havoc, who is another Rancor Battalion ARC Trooper. Uh, so we're still waiting on uh, Blitz with the yellow armor. I, I Are we expecting Hammer? Poor sweet forgotten Hammer. He kind of looks like uh, if Colt was just less visually interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'm not getting my hopes up for that guy but uh this colt is the trooper who gets stabbed and then kissed by a sage of interest during the battle of camino which was uh censored in early repeats of that episode i recall you know it would be so nice to have a tvc ventress to go with this figure for the clone wars 20th i'm just going to keep repeating that over and over and over until something happens on that front uh, yes dare to dream so so far all we've seen for the clone wars 20th for vintage has been two clone troopers and in general, also a clone trooper helmet. I think that's it so far. So hopefully there's a lot more to come, but we do not know. Speaking of wondering if things are new or not, the head sculpts. I saw a lot of people commenting that, oh, look at this great new head sculpt. Guys, it's Jesse. It's got to just be Jesse again. Uh, there's no reason to spend the tooling money. We already have a perfectly well-sculpted, tooled, bald arc trooper on this body. Uh, when it came out in three-pack, there was the bald jesse head and then the uh fives and echo head with hair i don't think the chin beard is sculpted um, but they've reused the head with hair on all the battlefront figures and uh we haven't actually seen what havoc looks like under the helmet i don't think on the figure but colts my money is on it just being jesse again um and the images that hasbro provided that uh, the pr company provided have his hair photoshopped onto them which you can see if you look closely and if you can 
Sorry, you say look closely. No, you don't have to look that closely <laughs> to see. Uh, when those first think, came out, I was like, what happened yeah, here? The first images were like a little compressed. They were revealed by Games Radar. Um, and yeah, once the higher res ones came out and you can compare the different angles, it was like, oh, his hairline is 100% different across the various angles. They did not uh, compare it. They did not check their work against each other, I guess. So we'll be interesting to see how that turns out. How many uh, unique uh, clone head sculpts are we at right now in TVC? So on the ARC Trooper body, and I don't know how the barbells and the articulation all uh, shakes out, there's one with hair, one without. Um, I believe the Boba head sculpts are probably not just Jesse again, though they could they could be if they really wanted to. I think he's a little bit older looking. Um, and then there's the, so that's three, I would say. And then, um, so yeah, two Arc Trooper heads, uh, a Boba head, um, and then the three unique ones in the Bad Batch pack slash the Clone Trooper set, which is like the angry guy who's on the Lieutenant, and then uh, two with kind of a regular haircut, and then one with the Captain Hauser cool guy haircut. <laughs> so six-ish okay some of them look very similar to each other but i think they're you know constructed differently to fit on the different kinds of uh neck pegs i just um, i'm probably i might be forgetting some but i just know as i've been doing some preliminary balance the scales stuff I'm trying to keep track of what's new and what's not new is getting tedious uh more and more <laughs> each year especially with these you know clones i mean so many clones <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's okay. Well, it's good. I know you're not as enthusiastic. I'm. I'm happy to if they're gonna do it. I'm happy to see this guy. They didn't quite yeah. get him perfect in the uh, Clone Wars line, but uh, he did go up a week ago at the time of recording, and pre-orders are still open. Where typically the Walmart figures will sell out that day, usually. So not sure why that is. We can speculate, but we do not know. Did Havoc sell out? Uh, I think so. Let's check right now. Through the magic of podcasting, we'll smash cut to John knowing the answer. He is out of stock. Okay. So, yeah, I don't, don't know what that means, but yeah. Uh, anyway, you know, nice to get another one, I suppose, if you're into that sort of thing. I'm into that sort of thing. I respect if you're not. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i not against it. I'm not. I enjoy it. It's yes. just when it's the only thing, I get a little, you know, time to check my watch and tap my foot yes. and see if something else <laughs> something else is happening so something else is another uh tomorrow morrison based figure which is boba fett in the kinder colors you want to run that down for us a little bit yeah for sure so it is a target exclusive um we were originally told that this was going to go up on november 9th at 1 p.m eastern time uh which came and went and then we were told no it'll be up november 16th so uh the day this podcast is released that means it went up yesterday uh allegedly we'll see check back um yeah who knows yeah that's uh what the first time that boba has been on a star wars card in uh tvc proper yeah mm -hmm. he was he was released on the star wars card in the rocket firing mail away figure uh back in 2010 might have actually shipped in 2011 but the figure had the kenner stars the kenner style sculpt said that five times fast i can't even say it once yeah but yeah, the precursor, precursor to retro, huh? Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I just actually spent um, more than $21 on that. Um, okay. I actually just ordered it the day that they revealed this Boba. Um, 
but after the announcement. So it was after the reveal. So it doesn't really count as one of my infamous uh, fateful purchases of like splurging on something that's expensive. And then a version of it comes out that's less expensive. Um, Did did you see the new one and that inspired you to get the rocket firing one? Okay. Because I've kind of, it's been one of those things that I haven't been like actively looking for too, too much. It's one of the few, it's not, since it's not numbered, numbered, I'm only missing of the actual VC numbers. Uh, what is it, 66 and 67, which is the mouse droid and Salacious Crumb. Yeah. Those are the only two proper numbered ones that I'm missing. Um, but then the VCP uh, is what the special is. P for promo, is that what it is? I think promotional, yeah. For uh, LOM and Zuckus had those VCP one, uh, 1 and 2, and then this Boba was VCP uh, 3. And um, they dropped that numbering system entirely. After yeah, that, and then it became... Sure. Uh, well, and then they went to VC000 for the first HasLab and then Has000 yeah. and then skip yeah. it. Whatever. It's all numbering. It's fun. It's great. Um, it's all, they don't care, so neither should you. That's what I always say. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I do care. So <laughs> there's plenty of things that no one cares about that I do care yes. about. So that's yeah. why we're, uh, well, there's plenty of stuff that I'll care about that nobody else will, which we'll be getting to in about five seconds. But yeah, if you catch yourself thinking, uh, I yes. don't care about the minutia of the history of this Star Wars figure. Guess what? This ain't the show for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. So, John, if you want to keep catching us up yes. on some Boba. I'll say this figure uses the super articulated 2021 Return of the Jedi sculpt again, but now with the vibrant colors of the original Kinner figure, similar to what Black Series got in 2019. You may be saying to yourself, Master Qui-Gon, I've been wondering, what are the Kinner colors? Well, sit down, my young Padawan, and take a listen to this. Just, so, dur- just to interrupt your what? flow, yes. I know you've been frothing at the mouth to cover this so many times. Like you- So... Maybe I'll give that rundown after I get into this, but uh, yes. So I'm going to do a Tyler Sai real quick because <sighs> it's, it's a very cool figure. Not quite what I was looking for, but we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. So during pre-production development on The Empire Strikes Back, after a number of design concepts from Ralph McQuarrie and Joe Johnston, Boba Fett's physical costume was created a number of times and painted a number of different ways. So, of course, we all know the initial unpainted all-white prototype so-called Super Commando look, which Hasbro has released as figures a number of times, including as a vintage collection uh, mail-away following up on the rocket-firing version. So after that all-white initial prototype costume, Lucasfilm produced a few different color variations with different armor pieces, some of which ended up in The Empire Strikes Back and some of which ended up in Return of the Jedi. These are generally called the pre-production costumes, or pre-pro for short. And there are five sub-variants of this look, just to be as pedantic as possible. (laughs) But generally speaking, for the pre-pro look, Boba's right gauntlet was red, his left gauntlet was yellow, sometimes called the ketchup and mustard look. His jumpsuit was blue, his jetpack was colorful like the Return of the Jedi version, and his gloves sometimes had circles on them. That's the tell, those are the tells. So the first pre-pro version had the quote-unquote eyes on the helmet, which eventually in canon and legends became known as Jag Eyes and appeared on Captain Rex's helmet in the Clone Wars as a tribute to that look. Uh, the second pre-pro version does not have those eyes, but was the costume used for a photo shoot that resulted in the image seen on the original Kinner Boba Fett card and in the blue, red, and yellow colors seen on the Kinner figure. Uh, photos of this version, you've probably seen them. They've appeared for decades on magazine covers, reference books, and even the 1995 Power of the Force 2 Boba Fett figure 
which also has the circles on the gloves, and the OG longtime collectors will remember that as a hot commodity back in the day. Does he have the full circles? Does he have half circle? It was a whole. It was a thing, kids. Look it up. <laughs> so this version has been released as a realistic collectible by Hot Toys, Kubrick, and Jack Specific. Hot Toys even kind of did a more realistic version and a more vibrant Kinnery kind of version. Uh, all this is to say, as cool as this new Kinner Colors figure is, it's not really a modern upgrade of what the original Kinner figure was based on. So... You know, Kinner wasn't just pulling these colors out of nowhere. They were based on an actual physical costume made by Lucasfilm. That's what I want to see released in TVC. I want the pre-pro design in TVC on this card. That's what I was holding out hope for. That's what I was wanting. I said, I know they're going to do the Kinner Colors version first. I can feel it in my bones. Annie Storm's coming up. But <laughs> this is what we got. So, you know, never going to balk at a Boba Fett repaint opportunity, Hasbro. But just let's get that pre-pro in there, please. And BobaFettFanClub.com has a great research on this, which I am basically regurgitating now. So kudos to them for compiling the images and keeping it all straight. You said you but, would never yes. balk at a Boba Fett. Um, did you balk at the price? I, you know, I'm saying Hasbro wouldn't balk at the at the ah, repaint opportunity, okay. but yes, Key many there's, bal there's balking all around at this price because it's twenty ninety nine. That's a lot. Same price as the recent Boba Fett Morak which was based on the $26.99 uh, Boba Fett Tatooine figure, which, I don't know, what do you think about that? I mean, it's not like, it's the same sculpt. It's less detailed deco. There's less paint hits, and we all know that Hasbro loves to talk about their paint hits uh, mm -hmm. on figures. Um, it's simpler than the the basic version that was $12.99. Uh, Doesn't have the weathering, yeah. No weathering. The The only accessory is his rifle. Uh, they removed the soft goods cape, which matches the Kinner figure. Oh, good. So there's even less in there's there. Even, you're getting even less, yes. And, it, you know, the droids version a year ago, or which ended up coming out this year, it was $15.99. Yeah. Uh, the Return of the Jedi version, which was a year and a half, almost a few years ago, was about $12.99. Yeah. Which is that sculpt. I don't know how they were. I still don't know. I know he's very expensive and all that stuff, but I don't know how they were able to get that figure in, in the basic line for $12.99. And then. Well, think about the way that he that, was in was Grogu. So a little thing. Yeah. So maybe that was a way that they kind of shifted the uh, the cost yeah. around in that wave. But yeah. And Zutton, another figure we'll talk about, was also in that wave. So a reuse yes, yes. of an old, uh, mm -hmm. older thing. Yeah. I don't know. The price did rub me the wrong way. I don't. I, I think it is pretty price gougy. It's pretty egregious. Uh, very much that Boba Fett tax that uh, folks like to talk about. This is a very yeah. prime example of it where there's no reason this should be $20.99 at all, ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And, you know, this also goes with Target. Uh, the retail partners also do have a say in setting the price for these things. Uh, for these exclusives. Mm -hmm. So, you know, while Hasbro likes to be, uh, you know, Hasbro is pretty much the scapegoat right now for having overpriced toys. Um, it seems that Target was really happy to play ball and continuing that trend for Hasbro. So uh, mm -hmm. it's tough. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I just paid more than $21 for an even worse version of it from 12 years ago. <laughs> so, uh, you know, hypocrisy, uh, Evan is thy name, but what can yes. you do? I'm going to buy it if I can, if they'll let me. It's not as bad as we're talking about the all white um, Boba Fett. Black Series is getting a repack, just a straight reissue 
of oh, yes. their 2014 uh, version. Uh, that was a Walgreens exclusive in 2014. Um, and now it's an Amazon exclusive in the new mural packaging. Uh, it's been up for pre-order for a while. Uh, it is now Amazon's price. Amazon has adjusted the price of that for a single repack of a 2014 Black Series figure. Zero updates, zero paint. Uh, zero paint really uh minimal accessories it's fifty dollars they're asking fifty dollars asking 59.99 it's even worse is than it that. 59 i thought it was 49.99 that's what it is now no i'm looking at it right now what Sold, so it went up again sold from amazon.com because it was 49 so oh my god dude so something yeah. something's wrong dude unless i mean i'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say because I know they do a lot of the third-party stuff, and this one looks like it's from Amazon directly. So maybe it's not. Maybe just I don't know. Maybe it's a the the forty nine forty nine ninety eight or whatever version from just last week when I last look uh, last looked. That was definitely like sold, shipped, fulfilled. It was definitely yeah. an Amazon thing, not a third-party seller. That is woof. That's awful. So it's not woof the character. It's oh, that's awful. So. <laughs> Yes, I'm looking at it to confirm the image you sent. Yes, it was forty nine ninety seven. That's nuts. <laughs> it went up another so, ten dollars. Yeah. So maybe they saw Jesus. the social media posts about that last week, and they were just like, "Ha, f- you!" So they hate the price. Let's make it even worse. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I'm really glad I am stepping out of the Black Series game even harder. Well, so I'm glad I got that for twenty bucks eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got it for less but, than the TVC Kenner version. Yes. Uh, wow. Wow, 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 wow. That's sad. Yeah, well, we got to move on. I could linger on that for yes. a while. So speaking of well, Black Series having stuff and Kenner yes. colors, let's go back to that. Well, exactly that. So TBS does already have a handful of Kenner color figures, including Boba, Obi-Wan, Greedo, Jawa, and now Admiral Akbar. Is this something you want to see continue for TVC? Maybe, you know, we always talk about their wacky repaints, but this is these at least have precedence. I think like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think like a yellow-haired Luke would be really cool after they get the real A New Hope version out there or, you know, the Obi-Wan they did, which is kind of like all brown robes and white hair could be cool after they do a real good version. That's yeah. to entice them to actually release those characters in vintage collection. Yeah, that's, of course, make definitive versions, make new yes. new versions of those figures. Yes. And then do whatever. Yes. It's like this Boba Fett. That figure's so good. You know, I'm here for a lot. I'm here for the repaints and the re- mm-hmm. reissues of whatever they want to do with it. Um, you know, if they did a Kenner Obi-Wan, yeah, I'd be all over that in a heartbeat. I would love that so much. Um, Greedo yeah. would be pretty fun. I think Greedo would be a fun one uh, yeah. to do. All so. the Cantina. I think if if and when, because they still need to update some of the other ones, um, they could release all four in, you know, a set or a couple of two packs with their Kenner colors, with their you know, Hammerhead's goofy blue jumpsuit and Greedo's yeah. neon green uh, onesie. But Funko did a Kenner colorways yes, uh, set did. of pops for uh, Ponda Baba, uh, Moma Nadon, and Greedo. Uh, sorry, Walrus Man, Hammerhead, and Greedo. Um, mm-hmm. I would, I would love a convention exclusive. Once we have new versions or updated yeah. versions of those figures, I would love a three pack, like a convention exclusive has. Uh, Hasbro PulseCon exclusive three pack of like the Kenner colorways yeah. Cantina aliens. I think that'd be rad. And they could put out uh, as we're doing the finish the ninety six stuff. They could put out Walrus Man on his original airbrushed card if they really want to to get that version out there. Yeah. 
something like that, something to make it pop a little bit. But uh, Vintage Collection does already have two figures in their original Kinder Colors, which are 4LOM and Zuckus, which were released in a set back in 2010. Yeah, I just mentioned that, VCP1 and VCP2. Yes, and uh, so another reveal for all the Retro Collection fans out there. All dozen of you, including us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-pack of these very same guys. Uh, an Amazon exclusive, twenty seven ninety nine, stings a bit, and that doesn't sting as bad as a sixty dollars Boba Fett figure from eight years ago. But <laughs> no, that makes that go down a lot smoother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but these guys, uh, following hot on the heels of the Dengar and IG eighty eight set and the Boba Fett and Bosk set, uh, all from Amazon, this completes the Empire Strikes Back bounty hunters in retro collection. Uh, I guess Boba came out was that twenty twenty. But the other guys came all out within the space of like a year. Mm-hmm. They can, um, they completed the cruise, but not for vintage collection. Yes. So yeah. So um, still waiting for uh, Zuckus to have his new modern name and movie accurate colors in the vintage collection. I think the legacy collection figure is pretty good, and he was supposed to be released in TVC as the Blue Milk book pointed out, uh, but was replaced with four LOM, uh, keeping their confusion going. Um, still waiting for Bosk and IG-88 to make the jump from Vintage Saga Collection to TVC proper. Uh, hopefully, you know, IG-88 can get some updates from the IG-11 mold, which is fantastic. You know, you know, waiting on those guys. We're always waiting on those guys. But anyway, it's a t- time to celebrate, not time to be sad. It's, it's yes. the holiday season, folks. Yes, it's the holiday season. You know, let's... Let's uh, try to take those sad beeps and turn them into happy beeps a little bit. And you know what? Let's talk about Life Day. I hear that's a holiday. Maybe it's today, the day that this episode comes out. If you're listening to this oh. later, it was not today. It was days ago. So It's the Life Day season continues all year round. Yeah, Every day is well, Life Day if you're not a casual. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Life Day, November 17th, is of course... The day that the infamous 1978 holiday special aired once and only once. Uh, Of course, it lives on in our hearts and via YouTube rips. Um, If you haven't seen it, and I don't know if I recommend you see it, but I I enjoy it. Um, Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's an oddity for sure. Uh, It is an oddity is a charitable word to describe it, yes. I've seen it a couple times. I had a crappy version that I had burned to a dvd at one point i don't know what happened to it um it's killing me not having i want all star wars and physical media so i can just go to my shelf um for the longest time the holiday special was the only thing you couldn't get and now you can't get any of the new stuff because it's exclusive to disney (laughs) plus so i mean i get i get why disney does that i don't like that uh you know it's been three years since mando came out i think it's okay to put it on uh, a blu-ray disc at this point i'm sure anybody who wanted to see it already paid for disney uh so yeah 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 i don't get it but yeah you can get a physical copy of uh, like the vhs release that was circulating for years and years in the convention circuit before youtube and all that stuff but uh if you really want it so yes i've also <laughs> seen it a few times i think last time i saw it was last year uh every few years i'll make some i'll force someone to sit down and watch it um, which sounds very sadistic, but uh, I do enjoy the process. So, but you haven't seen the Ewok movies. I have not seen. I've seen, no. I've seen the holiday special maybe five times, but I have not seen the. I've seen the first Ewok movie once. Okay, and the second Ewok movie. 
This, yes, you, judge me as you will. No, it's not judgment. I just think your priorities are fascinating. <laughs> this one has some, this one has more camp value. Yeah. This one has more, it's more interesting. It's, uh, it's got know. undoubtedly a greater cultural impact. Uh, you know, you don't have yes. 30 Rock making jokes about the Ewok movies. That's for sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I have a little bit further down on the uh, outline, but it is a bizarre time capsule that firmly places Star Wars in the time when it was first released. Uh, with the original cast, of course, but it has a lot more in common with TV of the time, variety shows of the era, than it does with really anything else in Star Wars. Yeah, it, um, it's like if uh, someone spilled bleach into the Muppet Show, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then totally forgot what makes anything charming and good and watchable. Uh, but yes, how, how about you walk us through a real quick summary of the holiday special, John? Sure, sure. You've got that kind of laid out, really so, nice here. Yes, yes, all off the top of my head. But uh, the story of the holiday special, if you can even use the word story here, yeah. is that Chewbacca wants to get home to his family on Kashyyyk, seen for the first time here, called Kazook, as it's pronounced here. Uh, he wants to get home for Life Day, the Wookiee holiday that's somewhere between our Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, the special aired a week before Thanksgiving, but it's considered a Christmas special somewhere in there. So while Han tries to get Chewie home, Chewie's family basically just sits around the house and waits for him, passing the time by, watching stuff. So the special is us watching Wookiees watch stuff. It's very meta, very strange. It's Inception before Inception. <laughs> Christopher so, Nolan is a hack. Yeah. <laughs> he was watching this in 1978, wide-eyed, going, there's an idea here. <laughs> it's the same but, backwards as yeah. it is forwards. Yeah. <laughs> The holiday special would make as much sense backwards as it does forward, I think. But uh, yes, but so what, what does the family watch? So Chewie's wife, Malo or Malatobuk, watches a cooking show hosted by a four-armed chef named Gormanda as she prepares Bantha's surprise. Stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. <laughs> so good. It's amazing. Again, she had to have inspired Dexter Jetster with his four arms and uh, that's just amazing stuff. Uh, so Chewie's father, Itchy, also known as Added Chitcuck, uh, not quite as wholesome. He watches a hilarious name nowadays, yes. Yeah, I've never, I've actually never really thought about that name or said it out loud myself. So you saying it, I thought, <laughs> beg your pardon, John. <laughs> there's a, yes, and there's a Battlefront Wookiee whose name I don't think I can even say on the air. Cool. Which is related to it that is very hilarious. Um, and I'm sure the developers knew what they were doing. But so, Itchy feels the itch and he watches what's essentially. VR porn in the living room, grunting and writhing the entire time. It's uh, it's insane. So Just many, the cutaways. Yeah, so the many cutaways from the, from, on his face. Yeah, <laughs> enjoying himself a little bit too much. And then you got sweet, sweet Lumpy, Chewie's son Lumpawaru. He's watching a lot of things: a holographic circus act, getting way too excited about it, clapping. Uh, he's watching a manual for building a comms device, and most interestingly. He watches the best and perhaps only good part of the holiday special, a cartoon about his own father's exploits with the rebellion called The Story of the Faithful Wookiee, uh, which was produced by Nelvana, who later produced Droids and Ewoks. And notably, it's what first introduced Boba Fett, you heard about Boba Fett, uh, to the public. It's the only part of the special that Lucasfilm has released in any official capacity, which is available on both the 2011 Blu-ray set and on Disney+. Plus under the vintage collection uh, heading. Uh, the special, or er, the animated segment of the special uses the voices of Mark Hamill, 
Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, uh, all of whom also appear in the live action segments of the special, which is insane. They uh, pl- look miserable. They look like they do not want to be there. Uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Once he spoiler alert, once he gets uh, Chewie home, he basically hugs everybody for two seconds. And then is like, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I do not want to be here, which is kind of, you know, also his vibe going into The Force Awakens yeah. and a lot of Star Wars for the past several decades. But yeah. it's very apparent there. And uh, the uh, cartoon also has the voices of Anthony Daniels and James Earl Jones, who are also, uh, they reprise their voices in the special. Fun fact, it's the first time James Earl Jones was credited as the voice of Darth Vader. Oh, wow. That is a, actually a very fun fact. Yeah. Um, he appears in the special elsewhere just using a recycled A New Hope footage, which I think is interesting. Um, yes. And speaking of the dastardly uh, agents of the Empire, the Empire comes looking uh, in Chewbacca's home for any rebel activity. But thankfully, with quick thinking, they're distracted by watching more stuff. <laughs> One officer watches uh. a holographic Jefferson Starship performance of Light the Sky on Fire, which is fantastic. Uh, but then, while they're there, the Empire appears on the screens. And what do they do? Do they put them all in an Imperial prison and force them to build stuff? No, they force everyone to watch another thing. <sighs> they just watch. God, it's so much watching of stuff here. They were, uh, you know, they were uh, presaging the our Disney Plus lifestyle where we we're just watching streaming things all day to pass the time. But it, the anyway. holiday special is essentially a reaction video. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Totally. That's how they'll market it to Gen Z now. But uh, so the Empire, yeah, the Empire forces everyone to watch a little slice of life documentary slash live stream live feed. It's unclear. Uh, about the poor, poor citizens of Tatooine so that everyone else will feel better about their lives, apparently. But uh, it leads to the cantina scene featuring B. Arthur as the singing bartender, Akamina, uh, which is notable because it shows off many of the creatures from the most Eisley cantina under much less flattering TV lighting, uh, alongside some new creations, my favorite of which is Teak Sidbomb, who is just Ponda Baba again, with his original flipper hands. It's kind of cool to see. But since they cut off one arm... Uh, from his jacket for a new hope they had to cut off the other for the holiday special so now he has a very chic short a chic short sleeve jacket wow i'm just stumbling (laughs) all over myself today i like how they only had one jacket yeah (laughs) this is all we got we can't just have him with this one short sleeve yeah i would just love it if they did like a new version where they they dust it off and we get another ponda bomb or uh, another yeah ponda baba like instead of teak sid bomb it's got some other glup name and uh he's got (laughs) sleeves sewn back onto the jacket you can see where they're sewn on (laughs) i would love that that'd be an amazing easter egg and something yeah it's gonna be in the andor finale i'm sure (laughs) his orange jacket actually would fit very nicely in with the uh, residents of ferrix i'll just throw that out there so it would tony gilroy make it happen please (laughs) so the special ends uh with dozens of wookies in red robes which were cheaper than full wookie costumes it's just an off-the-shelf chewbacca mask actually uh it's yes. not like they spent much money on the Wookiee costumes. That's true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're, uh, but the Wookiees are gathering at the Tree of Life, uh, listening to Princess Leia sing a song set to the main theme from Star Wars, which is spectacular. You can feel the cocaine emanating off the screen. Yeah. Uh, while C-3PO laments the fact that he and R2 are not alive. It's real weird. It. And I, I love it. I mean... 
in 2022, you could do a really great modern deconstruction of this whole idea. And of course, it would be incredibly divisive for the fan base. But I'm here for it, man. I hope that's yeah. what a droid story is. I hope a droid story picks up from this thread <laughs> from the holiday yes. special. So, 3PO and R2 trying to celebrate Life Day because even because they're not alive. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so, yeah, as we said, Lucasfilm has never officially released the special, and George Lucas himself didn't work on it, other than some of the Wookiee homeworld lore and Chewbacca's family and whatnot, uh, and famously did not care for it. Um, it still has led to some merchandise over the years. So we're here. On this podcast, we got to talk about the figures. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what we do here. I forgot already. That is what we do here. Yes, yes. Cool. cool. Um, so, Kinnick did create prototypes of Chewie's family, uh, with Itchy and Mala being basically based on the Chewie figure. Um, never made it out. Kinner designer Tom Troy also did some drawings of a possible creature, Boba Fett Sea Serpent, from the animated segment. Uh, they didn't make it out. Sad, sad to say. I would love them. But there is one holiday special figure in the Kinner line, Snaggletooth. If the Boba Fett deep dive wasn't enough for you, here's another one that's even worse. So Th- uh, This one legitimately confused me, so I'm really glad you laid it all out. I feel smarter. Was... Um, I feel lonelier, <laughs> but I feel smarter. <laughs> the only friend you need is Snaggletooth. Mm. But uh, yes, I remember. So there was a secret to the Cantina panel by Tom Spina, noted Cantina expert. Celebration 6 in 2012. Uh, I saved a photo of this moment because I knew I would talk about it at some point in my life. That point is now. So get excited. Cool. Yeah, we got to post that photo. Yes, it's very blurry, but uh, yeah, it's it's what you get. So it was 2012. It was the before times. No one knew how to take photos then. It was an iPhone negative 6 is what I had at the time. (laughs) But uh, so according to that panel, the process of the vintage Snaggletooth designs is this. Lucasfilm had two average-height red-suited Snaggletooth costumes while filming the original Star Wars film, uh, now known as Snivian characters Zutton and Tequil, seen around the cantina and the streets of Mos Eisley. They sent Kenner black-and-white reference photos of one or both of those costumes, which Kenner used to make the figure, uh, resulting in the incorrect blue-hued Snaggletooth figure available in the Sears-exclusive Cantina Adventure set, uh, the famous blue Snaggletooth figure. Uh, when designing that, the Kinner designer added a logo from his business card, which is the distinctive triangular belt buckle. That's where that design comes from. Uh, then when designing a new Snaggletooth costume for the holiday special, using the mask from using one of the masks from A New Hope with some added teeth and hair and stuff, uh, Lucasfilm took the belt buckle design from the Kinner figure, translated it onto the new costume, which was now a short, red-suited Snaggletooth named Zutmore, as Akmina calls her in the special. Confused yet? Uh, hold on, hold on. There's a little more. Kinner then took that character, Zutmore, turned it into the single-carded Snaggletooth character in the classic Kinner Star Wars line, adding new short legs onto the existing uh, tall blue figure. So never let anyone tell you that Hasbro reusing old parts <laughs> is a new thing. The Kinner cardback also shows Zutmore from the holiday special. So it, that is an actual holiday special figure in the Kinner line. Forever immortalized. Yes, but still needs to be immortalized in Vintage Collection. Let's finish the 96. Please, for the love of God, <laughs> Has, Hasbro has done a number of Snivian Snaggletooth figures in the line, uh, including Tequila in the Power of the Force 2, Cantina Aliens, Cinema Scene in the late 90s. Uh, they did the holiday special character in Power of the Jedi, really Zutmore, but they released her as Zutton. Uh, then they took that figure and did the reverse of what Kinner did, turning it into a blue Snaggletooth figure in a Kmart exclusive uh, three-pack 
by adding Pandababa's arms and legs to the torso and head sculpt. Uh, they did a new sculpt of the real A New Hope Zutton character in a 2012 Target exclusive three pack, which they put on a TVC card last year as Zutton, which they considered uh, original 96 adjacent. So we still need the original holiday special card and figure updated in modern standards in the line. And then they can repaint your blue and all this stuff. So, yes, that's my Snivian pitch. Was the blue version released in the um, the Kmart exclusive? Was that the Cantina set uh, from the was that from the original trilogy collection? Yes, that's the one that had. They had a couple. There. There's, had, there Kida, a, there's one with Wooher and Kitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitakitak
Uh, they could easily just release that again. I'm sure they will on a story of the faithful wiki card back. Uh, as long as they include the rifle. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I did a mock-up at one point with the awesome animated uh, design. I think that'd be cool to see. I, now that we're doing animated cards in the lineup. Knowing that the serpent was on the table at one point with Kenner. I want that serpent. Yeah. I think that would be an amazing, an amazing pack. Boba Fett with serpent. It'd be giant. It would be Whatever awesome. it's called. Yeah. Yes. So there's a few. I mean, Haslab. Yes. <laughs> um, there's a few other things that are in the line that go with that Boba Fett. Uh, kind of, sort of. We'll talk about wishlist in a little bit, though. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. dreaming. My, Chris, my Christmas wish list. I can't speak. It's getting longer by the second. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so the first mix of Star Wars and Christmas was not super successful, but it wasn't the last. Uh, relevant here, Ralph McQuarrie illustrated a series of Lucasfilm Christmas cards starting in 1978, many of which have become iconic and, more importantly to this podcast, many of which have become Hasbro action figures. I'm going to run them down now, if you're not tired of my voice yet, but uh, 1979's card, the second year, shows C-3PO wearing a Santa Claus outfit, an R2-D2 with some reindeer antlers tied to his head, which was created as the first holiday edition set by Hasbro in 2002 which includes a base backdrop and greeting card. Uh, 1980s card shows the droids helping Santa Claus, and while it didn't become an action figure set, it did become something equally amazing. An album, Christmas in the Stars, full of bangers like What Do You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When He Already Owns a Comb? And R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, featuring the first uh, performance of Bon Jovi, I think it is. Really? An album. If you can believe that, yes, that's one of the uh, crazy things about it. Friggin' Bovine Joni himself. <laughs> you can't really, uh, he was part of the chorus or something, but. Uh, that still counts. Yes. It's like Justin Timberlake being a Mouseketeer. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So next year, brought in some Empire Strikes Back flair with Yoda dressed as Santa Claus with a pack of toys on his back. The 1981 card became the 2003 holiday edition set, which also included a base and a greeting card. Uh, 1983's card shows an Ewok dressed as Santa Claus, and in a just world, we'd have a figure of this, but we don't live in a just world, so we don't have that figure. Moving on, uh, jumping all the way forward to 1994, that year's Macquarie card shows Jawas giving each other gifts. I, I gotta know, were the gifts stolen from local moisture farmers? Not to stereotype Jawas, but is there a crying child Luke just out of frame with no Life Day gifts of his own? I'm picturing like a Grinch-style story of like the Jawas... Yes. Uh, you know, their hearts growing three sizes that day as they, you know, they yes. steal Christmas and then they have to give it back. That's got to be the next uh, Studio Ghibli collaboration with Lucasfilm is the Jawas. It'll be a cool three minutes. Yes. <laughs> the Jawas steal life day. <laughs> but that image became the 2004 holiday edition set with figures uh, based on the power of the Force 2, Jawa 2-pack, with those sweet light up eyes. Uh, but Hasbro changed the color of those eyes to have one with red and one with green. Very festive. Yet again with a stand and a greeting card. Uh, Lucasfilm continues to this day to release holiday cards, but the fourth and final holiday edition figure set isn't based on anything other than Hasbro's love of a wacky repaints. Uh, released in 2005, the year of Darth Vader, it's a red Darth Vader. This was one at the time I remember people being like oh really this is the precursor to carbonized and prototype edition and all these crazy things we get now not only that it was a power of the four star so it was an old well, darth it was a, vader it figure. was a power of the jedi it was the emperor's wrath figure 
Okay. So it was four years old and it had been reused a bunch of times. But, but they had a great one made that year. Yes. Maybe they didn't want to get into the soft goods of it all. Mm. There was a couple there wacky repaints of Vader that year. There was a lava reflection one as well. And that was a Power of the Force. That was a 98 figure. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yes, yeah. yes. And then, yeah, the 2002 figure released as the uh, Celebration 3 exclusive. A lot of Darth Vader's that year. The red one being the craziest of them all. Uh, and even crazier, I just wanted to read the... You can read the, the copy on the back of the card, which can only be described as truly deranged. It is a festive time for the Empire. After a rough year of crushing rebel uprisings, terrorizing the Outer Rim, and choking incompetent underlings, Darth Vader decides that even a Dark Lord of the Sith needs to give in to the fun side of the Force. Donning his most celebratory red armor, this is insane, John. Donning his most <laughs> donning his most celebratory red armor, he leads his Imperial forces to the ice planet of Hoth for some much-deserved holiday festivities. <laughs> Vader uses his lightsaber and mastery of the Force to create the most detailed ice sculptures in the Galactic Empire, from Tie Fighters to Star Destroyers. He even gives new meaning to snow troopers by creating an army of troopers from the snow. Thanks to Vader's expert planning, this year's Hoth Holiday Bash is primed to be the best the galaxy has ever known. What is that? <laughs> the prequels. His lightsaber to carve ice? Yes. The prequels <sighs> told us so much about Darth Vader's backstory and history, but they didn't tell us about his expert party planning skills. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, boy. Yeah. I'm just picturing now. And, yeah. Oh, Nayoka, Annie. Yeah. It's, he's just like, you know. <laughs> what? <sighs> yeah. Fascinating. Yes. And. Yeah. The set also includes a base and a holiday card, but the card uh, shows Vader making these snowtroopers, which are just stormtroopers. He wasn't even making snow snowtroopers, he was making snow stormtroopers. While wearing his regular black armor, they had the opportunity to make a set, to make a card out of this set, and they just chose his regular... A lot of strange right decisions there. in this one. We were on the verge of greatness, we were this close, but... Oh, boy. Where oh, do you boy. possibly go from there? From a red Darth Vader... Hasbro threw up their hands. They knew they couldn't top that, so they had to retire the concept. For now. Go out on top. Yeah, for now, but... Well, for a little while. Yeah. Um, so for years, other companies got in on the holiday mashup craze. We're not going to get into all of them, but uh, Funko and Lego in particular put out a lot of holiday-themed goodies every year. Uh, Lego even released their own holiday special in 2020, centering on the sequel trilogy characters celebrating Life Day. I haven't actually seen that one. I've seen the other one a million oh, times but it's a fun one i'd recommend it it's cute. i got yeah i gotta check it out it's the only uh post iso skywalker content we're gonna get anytime soon sad to say but hopefully not well, the unless only. that damon lindelof movie shakes out but uh we all know how star wars movies that get announced seem to shake out these days anytime somebody so. says i hope that movie shakes out uh it's delayed another three years so yeah it's smash cut to the day this episode comes out yep. they're gonna be like the damon lindelof project <laughs> is dead so <laughs> Yeah, uh, I cursed it. I'm sorry. Sorry, thanks a lot. It's coal in our stockings. But uh, there was a gift for 3.75 inch figure collectors since Disney Parks picked up the baton and is running with it in their droid factory line. Boy, howdy they are. With at least one new Christmas themed astromech droid every year since 2015. They also do Halloween droids. We didn't do a podcast about that. I apologize for that from the bottom of my heart. Maybe next year, but next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So first year, R2H15 stands for Holiday 15. Most of them follow that same pattern. See if you can keep up. Uh, <laughs> the copy on the back of the cards says various things about them. The first two just say that they're in uh, remote sub-zero environments. 
Uh, so canonically, we don't know where this guy is supposed to be, but it is mostly a white astromech with green, red, and gold details and a Santa Claus hat. Following up on that next year was R2H16. I don't know why I stressed the H. The H is the same. The 16 is the part that I should have stressed, but you get the idea. Uh, the red and the green on the dome were swapped, and the body was more red than white. It's got a cool little hat with ear flaps in red, white, and green. Uh, R3H17. Uh, apparently, he serves the Royal Advisory Council on the palace at the palace on Naboo, and he looks appropriately elegant with white, gold, and pale green coloring. And the arm comes out of his head to hold a little mistletoe. How romantic. How sweet. No. Uh, yes. For uh, anyone who's shorter than an astromech droid. I don't know. Yoda and Yaddle. That's how. That's the Grogu origin story that we'd never needed. Gross. Uh, yes. You want to take any of these? I'm just going down all of them. No, go for it. I just want to tack one on when you're done. All right. I love it. <laughs> oh, now I'm excited. All right. Uh, R4, H18. So, yeah. So, after the first two, they were just R2s. Then they started to upgrade the uh, R units every year. They kind of got a broken streak for a while, but we'll get there. So um, R4H18 in Holiday 18, uh, apparently from Canto Bite. It's a clear droid, which I love. Looks almost like it's carved from ice. I have a very soft spot for uh, clear action figures. Uh, it's got the drink card on its shoulders. Um, and these first four figures from 2015 to 2018 were repacked last year in a gift set. Uh, with added red and white striped scarves. And if you're wondering if I bought them all over again for those scarves, you are right. I did. <laughs> did you buy that again too? Uh, I didn't have them in the first place. Okay. So Perfect. I did buy that set, but now I'm going back and refilling uh, filling in my droid collection. And oh, that's Excellent. another one I keep kicking myself. You tried to convince me so I many did. times. I did. And you tried to help me out. And you did help me out on a few of them. <laughs> but. My stupid self thought, nah, I don't need that. I don't want and these. I'm never going to want these. Buddy, like, <laughs> you know me. You I know me. I should have forced it on you. That's my bad. You should have. You should. I, I sit here. All I do is just live here awash in shame and regret of figures <laughs> missed. And I'm trying to make up for it. And it's making my life a little difficult. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. But I appreciate your I'll, efforts. I'll buy them off from here on out for you. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, next year, they switched it up. No more R-series droids, astromechs, but a BB unit, BB-19H. Why is the H after the 19 this time? I don't know. Uh, but apparently this BB unit is somewhere in Maz's castle. Maz's castle. Uh, so, you know, a sequel figure somehow, kind of. A Maz's castle figure. Uh, it's got a red body with a gold head. Looks kind of just like a Christmas ornament. Um, next year, another BB unit, BBH20, H2O, H20. Uh, apparently, he worked with the Resistance on Crate. Very simple red and white color scheme. Kind of a peppermint situation going on. I think it's funny that the one with H2O in its name is on the salt planet. Yes. So. <laughs> Ironic, appropriate. But yes, matches the red and white of Crate. Kind of like when they do that. Um, starting to, If we weren't wacky enough, now we're starting to get real wacky. We got uh, last year, 2021, got R5D33R. He's a reindeer. Uh, apparently, he works on Hoth. Took him that long to get to a Hoth figure. Uh, it's white, red, and kind of a brownish gold with antlers, r freaking reindeer antlers on his cap, uh, reminiscent of the holiday RGG2 of years gone by. Uh, this year's droid, uh, I'll just say, get it out of the way. That was seven droids after 2021. 2022 doubled that with seven new holiday droids this year. I am. 
talking about Christmas before Thanksgiving. I am thankful for Disney Park Storage Factory <laughs> for doing that. that. That's just a gift to us all. Yeah. But so the single carded one is R6 SN0, R6 Snow uh, from Vandor. So a solo figure in the year of our Lord 2022. A freaking, <laughs> he's a snowman. <laughs> he's a freaking snowman. He's got a top hat, a carrot nose, cold black buttons, stick brown arms, and a red scarf to top it off. I just love him. So uh, good. And yes, so the other six are an advent calendar, which I still have not opened. We talked about it a little bit on the show before. Skip ahead if you don't want to hear the spoilers that we already talked about. Uh, includes droids. I really can't tell what exactly they're supposed to be. It's got droids that kind of look like Santa Claus, kind of an elf, a nutcracker. General seasonal festivity here. There is a C1 unit, an R4, an R5, an R6, a BB unit, and a gonk droid, a pre-built gonk droid that looks like a wrapped present. That's that's the winner for me. I love that's that one. The piece de resistance. I love it. Uh, I do want to throw out that uh, I do have my very own special, unique Christmas uh, droid, courtesy oh, yes. of you, John. You, oh, uh, yes. you built some droids and hooked me up, and I have dubbed this one uh, because I don't really adhere to the correct droid naming schemes. Uh, RX M4S. Uh, yes, it's my own personal Christmas droid, courtesy of you. I will post a photo of that uh, when this oh, episode yeah. drops. So, I'm, I'm frankly, I'm Santa Claus. Yes, you but, are. Uh, I'm basically spreading joy throughout the whole world. At least <laughs> via talking about astromexin, getting the astromexin, making sure you have the astromexin you need. So, yeah, love it. Yeah. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. <laughs> um, as we know, yes, Saturday's ahead. We Hasbro did not get out of the holiday game entirely. Uh, Black Series is now doing that sort of thing. What's up? Sad as a point of view. Yes. <laughs> well, no, I don't know, and I, I do like this stuff clearly. Um. I like the weird stuff, the wacky stuff. As long as we're getting, you know, a full meal of main characters, super articulated characters with all ankles that can, you know, bend around their necks or whatever we want now. But um, (laughs) this stuff is a nice side treat. It's a fun little thing that adds a little bit of wackiness and joy into my collection. So I love to get them. Um, But the Black Series is doing this, doing a lot of it, uh, of the holiday edition. There was five figures in 2020. All trooper repaints in garish red and green with little buddy accessories and photo real ugly Christmas sweaters, uh, which were just to run them down. You can skip ahead if you're really triggered by the Black Series talk. Uh, a phase two clone trooper with a porg in a penguin colors with a red scarf. An imperial stormtrooper with a white porg. A range trooper that looks like Santa uh, with Dio that looks like Rudolph. Snow trooper with a porg, another penguin colored one with green scarf. And Sith trooper with Babu Frick. One, uh, I did. I actually did get all these in 2020. I remember. Yes. Uh, I I enjoyed them enough. I thought they were meh, but I ended up getting them. I remember going to a Walmart and uh, finding yes. the Walmart one with you, because um, you were missing that one. Yes, it was uh, very difficult. I couldn't find that one for some reason. And then yeah, we were both in town, and you almost we like, missed it too I because there was only it, one, yes. and it was just laying there, and I saw it, and yes, I yeah, remember like totally that vividly. Away from the Star Wars aisle, it was a lot of repacks and whatnot uh, stuff. I was going to say stuff we didn't need. And then clearly yeah. you don't need the Christmas stuff either. But yeah. that was in the, over in the Christmas section. It was like laying on its back. It was very strange. Yeah. In what could only be described as a Christmas miracle. Ooh, God bless us. <laughs> uh, but it's also worth noting that these were all different retailers. So yes, I did not write them those all, down. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You had to hunt them down. Yep. And they repeated that uh, with another wave. So 2021 was supposed to have five more. 
but they were going to be late to the party due to the uh, global logistics shipping crisis. They still um, eked out somewhere. They eked out, yes. So there's a, there's a uh, I believe it was a Frankensons, which is a big collectible warehouse show uh, over here in L.A., and there's one guy who always gets stuff early. I don't know if he gets it from Asia or whatever, um, what his connections are. But yes, they showed up and everyone was like, are these going to happen? And then I remember somebody asked Hasbro about it at one of the Q&As. And they were like, if we do have more figures, we're going to announce them uh, for the holiday season. So we know you're looking at them. We know you know <laughs> they exist. We know you know what they are. But we're going to pretend that we don't know what you're talking about. Yes, but yeah, what's a little gaslighting between friends? <laughs> so there were five figures that were leaked last year and were released this year along with a sixth. So if you look at the date stamps on them, uh, five of them were produced last year before Christmas, I guess just not really enough before Christmas. Uh, and the clone trooper gingerbread guy was produced this year, which is just very strange, a very strange story. I want to hear more about the behind the scenes on that. But uh, those were. In addition to the new Phase 2 Clone Trooper, again, now a gingerbread man with a Santa suit Porg. Uh, the other five are a Wookiee with yet another Porg, both in the white and blue Abominable Snowman colors. Uh, the Rudolph Company will be suing your, you here shortly, Hasbro. Um, <laughs> a Mandalorian Warrior with a white Boggling. A Protocol Droid with a BD unit. A First Order Stormtrooper with a Mouse Droid, which has not yet shipped from Amazon. And a Biker Scout with Grogu which is a Walmart exclusive that for some reason somehow ended up shipping from Hasbro Pulse uh, in place of some orders of, I believe, the protocol droid. So very Walmart's going to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Always will. But yeah, kind of fun. Not necessarily something I want to see in TVC. Those are, I've, those I consider more like Christmas decorations than like part of the line, I guess. Yeah. That's kind of how I have to think of it. And I mean, they even have little to and from like gift tags built into the box, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you can write it on there if you, if you want, um, they're, they're cute. They're, they're, they're harmless. You know, it's easy for me to say that they don't take away from TVC. They're harmless. Um, I, I don't know. I, I did see the target one in stores this week. Um, yeah, the Mandalorian. yeah I didn't, oh, yeah. I ended up not getting it. I mean, whatever they're, the first round was enough for me. Uh, I do appreciate yeah. what they're trying to do, though. I'm glad that they're at least trying to keep that little dream alive of holiday figures. And they branched out yeah. to Halloween this year. So Yes, which, yeah, uh, only one of the Halloween figures has actually shipped. I think the other one was like, again, a Walmart exclusive has been showing up at like Target somehow. Okay. I saw, <laughs> I saw that on a Yak Face post. But um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know. Some of this Christmas stuff, it is kind of right up my alley. I like some of the kitschy, goofy stuff. Again, as long as it doesn't take away anything from the main figures from the movies, shows, and everything else. But uh, it is interesting, yeah, how these are just straight-up holiday Christmas figures, whereas Disney kind of tries to say, uh, maybe this droid was kind of behind the scenes on Hoth or on Vandor or whatever. Just yeah. the different approaches, I think, are kind of interesting. Yeah, definitely. So, Well, do you want to talk about the the holiest of holy days that we are having right now? Life Day itself day. proper we should probably talk about some of the cultural impacts of life day yes today you want to take this a little bit yeah 
Yeah. So, you know, the holiday special, while, as we've said multiple times, not ever officially released, um, you know, infamously hated by George, where what what was the quote that circled for the longest time about yeah. how he wanted to get every copy and burn them? Yeah, smash uh, with a hammer or something. I, unattri- yeah. Unattributed, never actually confirmed, but that was the, yeah. that's the story. That's the uh, the legend, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the not mythos canon. surrounding yes. this is it's interesting. Um, but you know, the Mandalorian, uh, we know that uh a lot of the Favreau and Filoni stuff, they like to do some deep cuts. Uh Mandalorian has referenced the holiday special a number of times. Uh the Mithril wanting to get home before life day, uh, and Mando's rifle being based on Boba's rifle from the cartoon. There's a great um, behind the scenes clip of uh John Favreau showing George Lucas that when he's on set visiting them. As I'm making the Mandalorian, he's like, dude, look, it's from the holiday special. And George is like, yeah, I had nothing to do with that. George is like totally unimpressed. <laughs> George is just like, ah, $4 billion, $4 billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, Chewbacca's family is canon. Uh, Mala Tobuk, Mala, has been mentioned a bunch. Uh, I don't think she's ever... Uh, properly appeared anywhere, but she has been mentioned. Um, however, Lumpy, now known as Waru, instead of, you know, Lumpy, what a name. Lumpa Waru, he took Lumpa the Waru, beginning yeah. and now he took the end. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he made his canon debut in the 2017 book Aftermath Life Debt. Um, and then Itchy was mentioned in Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, he was mentioned in a line of Chewbacca's dialogue. So <laughs> it's fitting that his name is lost in the Wookiee gobbledygook. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, Shirirook. Um, yes. Yeah. Because let's also, did we mention the fact that like the first 40 minutes of the holiday special is yeah. all in no subtitles. Yep. Wookiee speak. As they're just, yeah, before they even start watching stuff or as they're watching stuff without uh, any basic English uh, dialogue, it's just them interacting with each other. The Lumpy, you know, flying his little X-Wing toy near Itchy, who doesn't want him there, or trying to steal cookies from Malo, who doesn't want him to spoil his dinner. It's just, it's a lot. It's an endurance test for sure. It's called visual storytelling. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tone poem. You got to watch it. That's what the message of the holiday special was. You got to watch, (laughs) watch things. Got to watch it. Yeah. But you mentioned here too, um, you have on the notes, the life day treasury. I haven't read it, but it was a little short story collection that was published last year. Uh, And it's got some cool artwork on the back of Chewie and his family celebrating the holiday. Which they has got been... um, Phil Noto to do some really good art. I never thought I would see okay. one of my favorite comic book artists yes. uh, realizing things from the holiday special. Yes, but what a wonderful time to be alive. This truly, truly is. Uh, At times. Yes. <laughs> and uh, as I saw last weekend in Disneyland, uh, Disney has started to add Life Day items into Galaxy's Edge this year and last. Uh, mainly Chewbacca in his red robes which they're kind of pushing as a Batu thing. I don't think he's ever actually appeared in costume in the red robes. Maybe uh, the day this comes out, we will see him there. That would be truly amazing. Um, but uh, he is available as a plush toy, as a Funko Pop with flocked fur to make it even cooler. Uh, Christmas tree ornaments and various pieces of clothing. I mean, you can get yourself the red robe to wear. Uh, all this stuff is available on shopdisney.com. Money, please. Yes, we do not get a kickback, but uh, we just get to talk about (laughs) talking about the holiday special is payment enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You also get the you can also get the orb that the Wookiees hold during the celebration. Love a good orb. Life Day is all about pondering that orb. (laughs) I think they even released it as a coffee cup. I think if they haven't, they should. I did 
I don't know if I hit order yet, but I do have a couple of the mugs uh, in my cart right okay. now because I am planning on getting them so I have something to drink tea and coffee out of at work. Nice. Because uh, I, <laughs> I realize I don't have a work-specific mug and there's no time you like the present. It. Seriously. You know, life day, man. Life day. You got to celebrate it. it. Like it, I said, is... it's every day if you live yes. the right way. So <laughs> I really um, debated with myself whether to get the uh, Chewy in Life Day Robes Funko Pop when I was on the start at the Star Trader last week and I did not... Buddy, I, I, every time, I regret it every second of every day. Don't regret it. Cause I, I also thought about getting, cause it's, it is, it's, you know, available online, but then I sit there and I look at the box of the remnants of Funko pops that I have left yeah. over. Cause I just went nuts at a certain point, uh, yeah. buying hundreds of them and I can't get rid of them fast enough. I didn't, never uh, had hundreds, but I would always pick up one or two here and there, just like characters that I like. And now, and then I just moved a tub of them into a storage unit today. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. What do you do? I need, them? I need, cri- I, I'm all about the Christmas themed uh, astromech droid figures. Okay, I don't know what these yeah. Funko Pop people are doing, but those are enough for you. Uh, I yes. do think though there is a missed opportunity in merch yes. for the the holiday special. Um, why have they not released a VR headset? <laughs> Come on, Disney, you like money, don't you? Like I would l- imagine getting uh, yes. a holiday special like Wookie VR headset yes. so that you can fully you know enjoy the disney plus <laughs> nothing screams i love watching andor and serious yes. adult star wars than watching it on a <laughs> holiday special vr headset it'd be even better if they had the holiday special uh built in as an easter egg in the headset that would so be that amazing. if you knew how to navigate the menu you could find it yes just just the diane carroll uh, performance right there yes, perfect I'll be, for grandpa right there i'll be awaiting my check yes. so, <laughs> you're welcome so in addition to that amazing idea, what other, do you want to see any other figures from the special? Yes. It's a complicated answer, but long story short, yes, I would. I mean, um, you know, long lists, et cetera, yes. et cetera. Not, and again, caveat here, not at the, not at the expense of anything else, but, uh, you know, beyond Boba, uh, Akmina and Gormanda would be incredible. Uh, I think even an Imperial officer, just a generic Imperial officer with a film out from the holiday special on the card would make for a fun little mm-hmm. reuse of the new Imperial officer sculpt. One of those guys know. always to bring it back to the mustache, but one of the officers has an incredibly thick seventies mustache that I would love to see recreated. And none of them have names. So I'm going to put that out there right now. Hasbro, if you ever listen to this, uh, name that officer, uh, John Lindquist or some <laughs> variation of just with a bunch of, uh, expanded universe apostrophes thrown in there. Yes. Willy nilly. John Lindquist. <laughs> I would love it. He could have a little holographic Jefferson starship thing. It would be way fun. I think, I think that would be neat. I mean, also another yeah. one, um, you know, I, I think I mentioned it on the next part about holiday figures and TVC, but, uh, a Chewbacca, just a repack of Chewbacca with yeah. a soft goods, red robe would be yeah. so simple to accomplish. Uh, and it would go a long way to being a fun little wink and a nod of a novelty figure. Um, yeah, I would enjoy that because, and Lucasfilm is open to merchandising that look now. So I think, you know, the time is in the next couple of years, if they're continuing to do like continuing to do life day stuff at the parks, maybe even a galaxy's edge exclusive or something, if they don't really want to do it, uh, yeah. every year on November 17th, the act face always posts, uh, different lineups of holiday special characters from the end of the film end of the special. Yeah. Uh, which is really just the heroes in their regular new hope looks plus chewy. Uh, in his red robes, but you can... And in worse lighting. Yes. <laughs> but if you want to pop off uh, Chewie's head, you could probably put the Imperial uh, Emperor's Royal Guard 
robe on there. That's as close as we're going to get a little easy custom right there. Give him the orb. Uh, I have extras the, of both. I guess I should do that. Yes. Give him the orb from the end of uh, Phantom Menace that uh, Boss Nass and Queen Amidala hand off to each other. But uh, they did make Star that in 2004. Star Orbs. <laughs> That's the real name of the franchise. I'm sure there's some connection between those orbs. I'm not sure what it is. The Orb of Peace and the Orb of Life. I don't know. But Are they yeah, like the Infinity Stones? <gasps> Are we going to oh get the Infinity God. War? <laughs> That's the next phase of Star Wars. That's what Lindelof is working on right now. Oh, I hate it. I want to see it. <laughs> Give me that movie. But I do. I would love to see Chewie's family in the line. I mean, that was what they were going to do 40 years ago. Why not do it now? Uh, yeah. Because it would make money. But It would make so much money. It would be awesome. It wouldn't make money. <laughs> I would love it. Yeah. Uh, you could reuse, just like they were going to, they could reuse Chewie's arms and legs at least. Um, from still 2004, still looking at uh, sculpt, but yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff they could do. They could, yeah, some of the cantina figures. If a teak Sid bomb with new arms, why not? Oh, that'd cantina, be so stupid. I'd love it. The cantina band, just again, just on a slightly different card, again with worse lighting. Why not? Uh, <laughs> Krellman, who's the guy who's in love with Ekmina in the bar, come back soon. I'll be waiting. But uh, where you actually pour liquid in his head and he uh, drinks it that way, that would be amazing. That'd be awesome. Gross. <laughs> uh, the 70s were a weird time, man. They're very weird. Yeah. So this is yeah. incredibly 70s Star Wars right there. And I love it. That's just great yeah. stuff. It's just great. It is. Well, hey, great stuff. This has been a great chat. Uh, you ready to kind of wind it down a little bit, John? Yes. Okay. Any final thoughts? Well, are there other non-holiday special holiday figures you want to see oh. in TBC? I guess we kind of talked about it. I don't need to see those trooper repaints. Yeah. Again, I, necessarily. No. And like I said, not at, not at the expense. I don't trust Hasbro to not, or I don't trust Hasbro to do it without sacrificing something more important. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense. Uh, I wish I did. Um, they're just not right there yet. But Disney droids mostly scratch the itch, uh, the itchy, mm -hmm. if you will, for me. Uh, I as will. a three and three quarter inch uh, collector. So, yeah. I think it's something that they need to do sparingly. I think five or six Black Series holiday figures a year is a little much. Yeah, um, especially at those prices that you know you're paying what 140 yeah. bucks a year for. I think the the seven Disney droids this year are a little more palatable because it's two, you know, packages. It's two releases: a single carded figure, and then a multi pack and advent calendar. So it's not just seven different individual releases. Um, yeah. So, you and know, plus before, the packaging on the advent calendar is technically interactive. So, yes, yes, it's technically the product. I will be doing that every day in December. Um, I haven't opened mine yet either. So I'm, I, I didn't I intend I gotta to do it. do it that way, but I will. I'll be right there yeah. with you, John. Hell yeah. So in when do we start doing that? Life day? The is first. When start? Oh. December 1st. Yes. Okay. Shows how many advent calendars I've done in my life. Yes. I haven't done any. I, I, uh, I think I mentioned before, but yeah, they also did a Microforce Galaxy one. No, not Microforce Galaxy. What was it called? Microforce? What's the little guys? Yeah, I thought it was Microforce. Micro. Now there's Micro Galaxy Squadron. I'm so confused. Yeah, I. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I also don't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Microforce. Anyway. Yep. All right. Well, that seems. I killed it. Yeah. No, no, that's all good. I think that seems like a good place to kind of start uh, putting a button on this episode. Um, just kind of the obligatory stuff that you come to expect uh 
without a holiday or life day theme. Uh, if you haven't already, please rate and review the show via your preferred platform uh, to make it super easy for you. Uh, we have put a link in our link tree that you can find at our Instagram bio. Uh, it does really help us out getting those ratings and reviews. Um, and it could potentially help you out in regards to this next bit. Um, you've listened to the previous episode. You've watched the recent live stream and now you've listened to this. So I'm sure you're sick of hearing that our 10,000 follower giveaway is imminent, but it really is. Uh, be on the lookout on Monday, November 21st over on our Instagram page, which is at SWTVC, just in case you've somehow forgotten, uh, because there may very well be something tangible for this long gestating giveaway. Uh, and there may be some things you can do to earn yourself more than one entry. Just saying. Uh, yeah. Gasp. Uh, speaking of Instagram, John, what do we have coming up on our docket over there? So besides sharing the daily submissions, thank you, Tyler and Lewis. Uh, I've just recently finished the semi-annual Finish the 96 Deep Dives, and we're about to jump headlong into some balance of scale stuff for the month of December. Because everyone loves looking at data, graphs, and figures we don't have during the holiday season. Speaking of figures that we don't have... Yeah, January is uh, closer than I'd like to admit, but we all know what January means. Top 25 submissions. I'll just say it's never too early to get started on yours. Um, I know I've already taken some stabs at mine. Um, I wonder if Ben will be on the bracket again this year. Solo or Kenobi? Yes. Uh, anyway, that will do it for another episode of the SWTVC podcast. To shake things up a little bit, instead of the usual breathless rattling of hashtags, I'll leave you all with this. We celebrate a day of peace, a day of harmony, a day of joy that we can all share together, joyously. A day that takes us through the darkness, a day that leads us into might, a day that makes us want to celebrate the light. A day that brings the promise that one day we'll be free to live, to laugh, to dream, to grow, to trust, to love, to be, and to keep 375 alive. Oh, pure poetry. It rhymes. Happy Life Day. And may the Force be with you. 